0: Hello friends, welcome to the Scorecard Podcast. I'm Brian Clipton. The Scorecard is the podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs live a fulfilled life. Today we're going to be laying the foundation and defining what we mean when we talk about scorecards. Your scorecard is the way in which you define success in your life. Every person has a mental model in their minds that's keeping track of if they are living a successful life. For many of us, our default scorecard is the one that was given to us by our parents and the environment in which we were raised. This does not mean you. this will be your scorecard forever, but it is likely the default setting from which you must make conscious decisions to change. One of the many reasons I like sports is that I know how the winner is decided. In almost every sport, it is the person or team with the highest number of points or runs on the scoreboard. Sure, we keep track of other stats like rushing yards, rebounds, strikeouts, and other important categories that give sports analysts information to discuss, but at the end of the game, these stats don't really matter in determining the winner. It all comes down to the score. In our life, we are amassing statistics just like this. We're making little deposits into our families, our work, and ourselves. We're spending time doing the things we believe are leading to progress in our life. The problem is not all action is progress. Sometimes you're doing work that may actually be hurting you. It all depends on how you keep score. So here are some examples of scorecards. This is by no way a comprehensive list, but this gives you an idea of what some of the categories might be. Wealth accumulation. Time with family, ability to travel, titles, prestige, airline miles, living up to expectations set by others, quality of life, being a good parent, health or fitness, physical appearance, financial stability, education level, things such as cars, house, boats, doing challenging work, ability to travel or have experiences, free time. The list could go on and on of all the different ways in which you could keep score. The thing to remember is, even though there are a lot of categories, something is primary. There is some category that is leading the way in which you are thinking. Your scorecard does not mean that you can only measure success in one category. You will likely have sufficient amount or kind of threshold markers at different places depending on the category. For example, once you reach a certain threshold of income or wealth, Another $1,000 doesn't have the same impact on your life that it used to have. At this point, the category of financial stability is likely covered, and another category is searching for some recognition. With so many categories of what your scorecard could be, it's easy to think that there is one right answer. That couldn't be further from the truth. When it comes to defining success in your life, there may be 15, 20, or even 50 different ways that could be right, but they could also be wrong. It all depends on how you answer this question. What type of life do you want? Answering this question and understanding the way in which you keep score in your life determines if you are able to live a life that is fulfilling and significant. So take this example. If you're an entrepreneur and you open a restaurant, what happens if it succeeds? Do you feel the pressure to open a second one? What about a third? The owner of a restaurant may have started the business because they liked cooking food. Well, I don't know about you, but if I own a restaurant, I'm probably spending much less time cooking food than if I was just at home in my own kitchen. I'm spending the majority of my time hiring and firing, managing inventory, and dealing with customer issues. So now let's say this has become a successful local establishment. And other people are saying, hey, why don't you expand? Why don't you stay open longer? Well, the question must come into your mind of, what type of life do I want? If I open a second restaurant, it's 30 miles away. Am I spending more time or less time with my family? Am I making more or less money? And ultimately, how am I deciding if this is a good idea or not? Once again, there is not a right or a wrong answer. As an entrepreneur, the challenge is never a lack of opportunity. It's always a lack of decision-making. How do I prioritize? How do I decide between good ideas and great ideas? And it's not that there's only one great idea either. There may be 10 or 15 great ideas. So how do you pick one and feel comfortable saying no to the other 10 or 12. You have to decide, because if you don't decide, somebody else will. I've sat in far too many conversations with entrepreneurs where they're telling me about the business that they own, yet they feel handcuffed to it. They feel trapped. They feel like they're stuck. On the outside, they're having a lot of success. They have happy clients. They're making money. But internally, there's a lack of fulfillment. There is something that is missing. That something is because they never took the time to ask the question, what type of life do you want? And how does this business venture or idea help you get closer to or further from that goal? It's also good to note that there are seasons. Your scorecard might change depending upon the season that you're in. If you are a new college grad, gaining financial stability is likely near the top of your list. It might be your primary scorecard category. However, once you have dealt with your student loans and other expenses of being a young professional, your scorecard could shift. When you have a new baby, time with family will likely skyrocket up the list. If you're focused on your career, titles and prestige are going to be near the top. It's also important to know that some scorecards may be in direct conflict with each other. The desire with more time with your family could come at the cost of a promotion uh, or a title or maybe even more income possibilities. Likewise, the pursuit of prestige at work may cause you to neglect your family. Just because all scorecards can be the right option doesn't mean that they are. Some, by nature, are indirectly in competition with others. You may not understand others' scorecards. Scorecards, if we're not careful, can act as a basis for judgment. The way you define success becomes the way in which you evaluate others' success. If you keep score based on titles, you're likely to judge others based on the same criteria. If you keep score based on quality of time with family you're likely to judge the person who puts in crazy hours at the office to earn more money rather than coming home to be with her family. If you're not careful, our scorecard can become a tool we use to isolate, judge, and even condemn people. Like I said before, there is not a right or a wrong way to keep score in your life. There will be a way that you do not understand. There will be ways that seem absurd and potentially in direct opposition to the way in which you are choosing to live. While you may prefer everyone to define success the same way you do, That's unrealistic to expect from others. Why should you get to be the person who determines the way everyone should keep score? What's most important is to remember that the scorecard you choose determines if fulfillment is possible. The way in which you define success in your life determines if you can live a life of significance. There are some scorecard categories that by their nature will always be elusive. You can never have enough money, cars, boats, or other things. There will always be someone with more than you. There will always be something newer than the version that you've purchased. Regardless of how much money you have, there will always be somebody with more. Regardless of how nice of a house you have, there will always be somebody with more. I have never met a person whose primary scorecard category was houses, boats, cars, things that felt like they had enough of them. You are defining success in your life in some way right now. The question is, do you know what it is? And if you know what it is, how is that impacting the way in which you're choosing to live? I hope this has been helpful for you. I'd love to hear your thoughts, comments, and ideas. You can reach me on Twitter at Brian Clifton, that's Brian with a Y, or via email at brian at brianclifton.com. Remember friends, you only have one life to live. Make sure you are defining success the way you want. Until next time, I'm Brian Clifton, signing off for The Scorecard.